0: You are listening to The Bob and Kevin Show with Bob Beatty Bar and Kevin Gieszewski. Each week, we cover relevant tech and social issues related to technology. Our website is bobandkevin.show. And our episodes can be found virtually on any podcast network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Bob and Kevin Show.
1: live nice i see that we're a little bit behind on youtube but we are indeed live so So,
0: do you do you have like a cool background on one of these channels I, i can't tell
1: i have a photographic backdrop so it looks like i'm in a white uh studio so oh i mean you are in a white studio Well, I'm in a green screen with a white (laughs) backdrop, but yeah, it it looks pretty tight. All I see is
0: green screen behind Bob, but it looks like a nice green screen. Very nice lighted green screen.
1: So Kevin, we're going to introduce ourselves to all the folks out there listening, watching uh, live in our streamed broadcast. Kevin, we are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. So the Beatty, the Bob and Kevin show, the Bob and Kevin <laughs> nice. show has a Twitch broadcast now too. So, uh, this is our first time doing this. I got big plans for 2021 for the Bob and Kevin show. I'm Bob Beatty one of the co-hosts and that other guy on screen that just strummed the guitar. His name is Kevin. Yeah. Kevin's really good at those cues. If you haven't listened to the show, um, if you have, you know that this is technically a podcast. And we used to be a YouTube show. Now, two years later, we're drifting back and doing some more youtube kind of stuff uh, or streaming kind of stuff, but you can still find us any place where podcasts are streamed or downloadable or all that good stuff. Bob and Kevin's show. Kevin, what are we going to talk about today? I have no idea,
0: but I'm just going to start talking. So, <clears throat> Bob, the expanse on Amazon Prime is back. Episode back. four. Episode four tonight. I, I didn't realize actually like releasing them one episode at a time. I thought they would do like a whole season. Yeah, you know, I just couldn't remember. So I'm gonna gonna watch that tonight. Love the show. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, I usually call Bob Bossman, you know, my best belter, <laughs> uh, belterese, if you will, in our Slack channel. So
1: uh, yeah, it,
0: and we, we made it to almost Christmas, like work-wise, we have made it to Christmas, because now it's pretty much post-work time, and now it's just kind of turned into a food coma time, right?
1: Uh, Kevin, they're called the holidays. Uh, remember uh, your uh, inclusive language. To, my,
0: my sensitivity training is already worn off, I can tell. Bob <laughs> and dollar show, in the really... diversity. <laughs> yeah. Put a dollar yeah, in the diversity jar. <laughs> That's funny because I actually did kind of wish everyone a happy holiday/merry christmas cuz I tried to go both angles there and I'm I'm sure I'm sure everyone, you know, has their own thing. I try
1: I try to make everyone
0: happy, but you know what, Bob? I just can't. That's just the way it is,
1: right? Well, Kevin, you know who's not going to be happy after this episode? Uh, I don't know. Josh. And can I tell you why? <laughs> <laughs> why because i had a little glitch on the local recording for my audio so uh it's going to be a little out of sync but i have full faith in him to be able to find the sync point pretty quickly and uh get us up and running so
0: boy this is the part where you're like at least we have a uh,
1: professional on the case right this is why hey it's no big deal right we do. We have an audio engineer and uh, his name is Josh Beatty Bar. Actually, yes, there is a relation. He's my oldest son, but he is uh, a kick-ass figure in the world of audio engineering. And so he, for a fee, <laughs> engineers our and produces our show every week or every two weeks, however we release these days. But uh, he's our go-to guy. Beatty Bar. It's Media. Cool TLD, much like Bob and Kevin show. It's Bob and Kevin dot show. So uh, he's at Beatty dash bar dot media. Check him out. If you go to Beatty dash bar dot media slash BK show and fill out your project request form, guess what? You get a show discount. So Check Josh out. Josh, this is our live read for today. Please continue to give us our sponsor discounts on our weekly fees. Uh-
0: <laughs> you know, I just finally went to that forum for the first time ever. No kidding. Right there it is. Claim your 10% discount below. How'd you hear about us? The Bob and Kevin show. We just need your first name, your last name, your email, and a generic text area that says basic project information where you probably get to tell josh what it is you're up to right
1: yeah exactly i'm gonna go to so, two okay. cameras here boom switching over kevin you got to watch this after live streams because i've got a cool little uh bk logo spinning stinger transition in between our different uh oh, nice. scenes
0: and i'm sure my my video is probably not the greatest but whatever um <clears throat> so bob Twitter recently announced that when our new president takes over, that would be Joe Biden, um, he will inherit the POTUS, at POTUS, and at White House handles with zero followers, which is something that Mr. Trump uh, did not uh, do. They, they basically transferred all the followers over to our dear leader now. Um, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I I guess my question is, is does Biden want those followers?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently, because he pushed back and said, no, we do want those followers today. So he did say something, um, pushed back. Twitter said, hey, what gives? Um, But you're right. Do you really want those followers? I mean, how many of those are just straight up bots?
1: uh there's probably quite a few of them that are straight up bots um but there's probably way more of them that are just straight up not worth receiving as followers i, I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think it's a big deal i'd be like yeah whatever you know um i did find interesting that they're going to archive the current one so basically i think they're just renaming the handle basically they're going to call it uh i think at POTUS 45 or at white house 45 or something like that. it's just going to be an archive. And so they want them to start fresh, but who knows? It's just kind of one of those odd things I saw in the headlines today.
1: Very interesting. You're going to really like the, uh, the shot in this where you're big and I'm small because of my green screen. I'm just basically a floating head up in the corner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the the kind of the other thing i was actually before we get off twitter what can we make a prediction january 20th is the inauguration how long if at all will it take twitter to ban donald the real donald trump handle if at all <sighs> how, how many, many days uh, how many days or if at all
1: days so the inauguration is on the 20th at noon is that correct I believe so I'm going to imagine that he is going to break the terms of service uh, <laughs> within minutes. <laughs> within thir- I'm going to I'm going to set the over at 30 minutes. Wow. <laughs> well, so at 12:30 um, by 12:30 Eastern time on inauguration day, he will have gotten his first um timeout. I don't think he'll be completely banned at that point. Cause I think you have to have multiple strikes, right? <laughs> Can you have a bunch of strikes that are like pending, you know, from like, <laughs> I don't
0: know, 2016 forward. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly think he'll be, he'll be banned within a week. I'm going to give it a week.
1: So you're going tops a week. I'm going tops 30 minutes for, so you, when you say banned, you mean like full on off the platform? Shut down.
0: Yep, complete.
1: Okay, yeah. I think I'll go three days for off the platform. Thirty minutes for his first timeout. How long is a timeout
0: for Twitter? Uh, yeah, it's whatever they want it to be, because <laughs> they can. <laughs> right there, you have it. It's whatever the database administrator who has access <laughs> wants
1: it to be. So, all right. How long do so currently? How many followers does the Biden, uh, the Biden Harris account have?
0: I wouldn't know, Bob. I am not looking at my Twitter unless you send me some interesting reads.
1: Uh, Biden. I thought it was Biden Harris, but anyway, I just wonder how long it's going to. So the current, the current uh, POTUS account has how many followers did you say uh, a lot <laughs> more than us <laughs> thank
0: you Kevin thank you a more lot than us. thank you for being um, so vague.
1: I just wonder how quickly uh, how quickly Biden and Harris will get up to a number that's close to the current one and then again how many tweets uh, current dear leader sends out saying how sad how like disappointing numbers sad low turnout <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, doesn't it depend a lot? So, Donald Trump did something that Obama didn't, if I recall. Obama actually tweeted on the POTUS one. Like, that was yes. him while he was president. And then Donald Trump said, nope, I don't think so. I'm going to be me. And then everything on the White House in the POTUS one, I think, was basically just retweets, if, if right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, kind so, of like, Biden I guess could do the same thing. He could either A ask for a rename. So take my at Joe Biden or whatever it is and make it at POTUS. Or keep them separate. Or stop using the one and just start using the other. So who knows? I'm I'm just curious that they why they kind of pushed back on that, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Do you really want those followers anyway? I'm not so sure. All right. Um Something I want to roll, roll in your mind, if you will, (laughs) uh, voting machines. So I was in a conversation not that long ago where basically I said, how would you know if the voting machines are giving votes to one guy versus the other guy? And I said, well, hmm. I guess, you know, first, first things first, um, I would go to the software company and go, what's your QA process? because if it's just one person, that's not good. If it's a team of people, that's harder to sneak something in. Uh, If you're using source control, all these things are totally normal. And if you're not using any of these things, I would be like super like concerned. Um, So if you're like, if, if Donald Trump, you know, don't give a vote, or if Joe Biden, give him X two votes, you know, two votes. So that would be in source control. And what do we know about source control, Bob?
1: It's uh, got a it's history. A Thank you, Bob.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a permanent record, right? It's got a history. Um, and then uh, the next thing I would do is say, okay, who had access to these machines or whatever that we think are, you know, bad? And, um, you know, look at the chain of custody there. Who loaded the software? Because I imagine, because I think most of them are air-gapped, meaning they're not connected to the Internet. So, at some point, you've got to load the candidates into your machines for your jurisdiction, your precinct, etc. So, what's the chain of custody there? And then, I would also say, well, at some point, what is the procedure to clear said voting machine, you know, um, and whatnot? Who can upgrade the firmware if if it even gets upgraded? Um. All these sorts of things. And where am I going with this? Um, I I did notice that uh, the Trump campaign was like, hey, we want to seize some voting machines in uh, Pennsylvania or some battleground states. And there was a lot of pushback, but I actually don't think that's a terrible idea because I think, why wouldn't you do that? But of course, you got to say, well, okay, after the election, did somebody then put something bad on it? And, you know, kind of one of those things, you still kind of need a chain of custody. But what do you think about, uh, trying to do a forensic analysis of the voting machines so that we don't have Joe Biden always having this hanging over his head. Not that he should anyway, and maybe not that he does. Maybe only one guy or a group of people are holding this over him. What would you say to somebody who said, what's the chances of somebody actually getting in there and messing with the voting machines?
1: Well, here's step one. Well, no, actually, this—they're probably on step three thousand at this point. Um, going <laughs> to the voting, going to the voting machines as an audit point, I think is the hail mary, because you know, voting is conducted via those machines, and then pretty much in all cases, hand slash another counting mechanism machine validated, correct. There's nothing there's no, no digital file no that idea. comes over. There's no digital file that comes over and says in this precinct there was 100 votes for candidate A and 101 votes for candidate B. Because you're you're putting way too much faith in anonymous <laughs> data. Um I think for the most part initially the ballots being um debated was the manual counting process which took place after the close of the election, um, polling places, and that was their first um, argumentative area. I think when that proved out to not be a sticking or a problem point, I mean, in the minds of most people, then they started to uh, flow back to the voting machines again. And I think you're 100% correct in. Kind of what you're alluding to is like, how much of a black box is it? How can it be audited? You know, what is the process? You know, all that good stuff. And But I do think that's our last Hail Mary. But I don't think that that digital aspect played a giant role in in what we're seeing play out in the courts right now.
0: Fair, that's all fair. Because I really, you know, my, when I go to vote, it's completely electronic. There's like no piece of paper that craps out at the end that says, you know one vote for Sally or one vote for Fred, so I don't know how they tally them to be honest. Half the time, I think i have, how do I know if my vote even counted? But that's a different story. Um, but this all makes really good ingredients to bake a conspiracy theory cake, if you ask me, you know one
1: hundred percent
0: you and I know the technologies involved for software in modern day. So even if, even if in reality has nothing to do with software um, people who are non software people who basically just talking heads on television or radio or podcasts like this, um, they, they could just say, Oh, well it was given votes to so-and-so. Well, how do you know that? Well, I heard it from so-and-so and And it just turns because most people can't go, well, you know, there might be a source control. There might be a, you know, what version, you know, what's the chain of custody? Nobody's thinking that all they're going is, yeah,
1: retweet. Yeah. Share well, on Facebook. Well, help me out. Cause you're really good at these. Um, there's a fallacy there somewhere, right? A very well-known fallacy that, so I say that the sun or the moon rises in the morning. And if someone has no proof to the contrary, then, then my statement is true, Right. I'll there, well, just to be clear: the be moon, moon can
0: rise in the morning because you right. can have the moon during the daytime. So, um, but, but if I say a truth, if I say
1: a truth like votes were swayed, and the person that I'm having, if I'm having that conversation with you, and you have no proof to the contrary, then your argument is just as valid as mine.
0: Yeah, it's, it's what uh, Now that makes for great conspiracy theory, or great anecdotal evidence, or great, you know people use to prove their point you say well blah 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 and if it's not provable to be true it's also not provable to be false and so what i try to do with like is that true or false i try to like think back to geometry class when they had these things called proofs prove that you know the pythagorean theorem is this and then you use blah 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 uh and a lot of times you have to punt to the base level things, which are axioms, which are basically, um, what math in general is actually, um, predicated on. I think, uh, I think is his name, Gerdel, Gerdel, he's the incomplete, yeah, well, he was a guy who basically proved that there are some things that are unknowable. And it's the incompleteness theorem and things like that. And we talked about those sorts of things. And um, there are certain aspects of math that are unknowable. Even though math seems to have everything figured out, there are a lot of things that are unknowable. And if you turn that into human language and take, take you know things like that, you can say a lot of things that are unprovable and then use those as a 10-point of unprovable things and go, aha, there's my evidence. And nobody can disprove you, so therefore you can't be wrong.
1: (laughs) Is that the guy that most people measure their mathematic or mathematician PhDs from when they're doing their genealogical PhD chart?
0: I have no idea,
1: (laughs) but I know Alan Turing,
0: you know, referenced him a lot. And we did talk a little bit about sort of these things um, like Turing Brought up the idea that there's no general algorithm that will tell you, given a set of endpoints, whether or not a program will halt. It's called the halting problem. And if it does, great. But we we don't know for sure. You know, we, can't, we don't have an algorithm say so yes for sure it will stop and it will stop here um, for every general case. So my point is, is I think you see a lot in the media and a lot in Twitter. I guess that's media. Uh, people will say things that are just Opinion and they're not provable, and we can't say whether or not you're right or whether you're wrong. Just just like um, like when you advertise, you can say this is the greatest ketchup ever, and the uh the government won't say no. You can't say that, but if well, they say a clause, we are,
1: there's a clause for puffery.
0: Right. Exactly. And so I think Twitter and all that is exploited for that. You know sort of thing i can say whatever i want because like uh, when you use hyperbole this is the greatest thing ever or this is the worst thing ever well that's subjective and it's you know descriptive and all that and you can't say whether it's true or not because it's based on you the person and whatnot so people this is why i'm not on twitter anymore in case anyone's wondering (laughs) people have figured out the twitter formula to just outrage uh To maximize outrage, maximize slam dunking on people, maximize exploiting these, I can say blah, 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 and I'm only really kind of saying this to get more likes, retweets and follows. And I may not even believe this, but I just know the formula, you know, and that's just what's so frustrating. I think Twitter is just useless anymore.
1: So, hey, I got some questions for you related to that. So are you officially, do you officially have no Twitter account anymore? I do have a Twitter account,
0: but I am only squatting it because I don't want to delete it. And then somebody come along and, and impersonate me
1: how hard. So I know you did some, some housekeeping this week. Was that this week? Yes. Good Lord. Uh,
0: no, I've been, been doing it, but yeah, I did reach out to you this week. about.
1: So, it. all right. So talk to me about like how difficult, so, for those watching and listening at home, um, Kevin deleted a bunch of his content. So, what content did you delete?
0: Basically, about 12,000 tweets. And I couldn't do that if I tried using their user interface. So, there's something called tweetdelete.net or something like that. And don't go to tweetdelete.com because that's malware. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> You've been, oh, I hate the internet. Uh, so, <laughs> yes uh so tweet delete or something like that and you can basically say oh you owe off into the site and say delete all my tweets and it will just say okay <laughs> and then it just starts going through and de- it obviously has api access but you did see a flaw meaning if there's some sort of attachment or media associated with it i can't delete those for some reason automatically
1: if so that was you covered the media in there too right Yeah, Like if you, yeah. So media or replies or mentions, right?
0: No, I think it, well, you know, I really don't know because I wouldn't know how to get to them now. (laughs) So I don't know.
1: So I think when I was helping you out, like just kind of like being an extra set of eyes, I think everything you had a media post with, but I think everything you also liked is still in a, um, when you go to your, you know, twitter.com slash Kevin, um, you can see the likes that you have too. So I think those are all still there. So not that that's critical, but it does help build your
0: profile. Yeah. And I, i I think I have come to a conclusion on what I call my Twitter experiment. I signed up in like 2009. How do you Twitter? Then I figured out, Hey, there's a lot of, actually I met you over Twitter, you know, uh, yeah, ironically.
1: Exactly. But then I, it,
0: this was early in its infancy. Uh, ish, but, um, to me, just Twitter is just an exploitative platform and people are making lots of money on there just by, you know, just by becoming famous overnight and all that, I'm just not that guy. I, I just, you know, I'm just tired of trying I feel like people are, who are on Twitter are just, are trying, and this isn't a blanket statement for people are on Twitter, but a lot of people are on Twitter to try to remain relevant to people that they shouldn't give a shit about, to be honest. And I, I had this kind of...
1: Everybody to know that those were the words of Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Not Bob. Yeah, well, I mean, I, there's a
0: there's a song by uh, Florida Georgia Line called Simple. Have you ever heard that song?
1: No, I, I, I got it... F- True confession, Florida Georgia Line is not in my playlist rotation. Sorry. It's actually
0: not a bad, bad, uh, they they have some good songs. It's country. I'll give you that. Yeah, not normally in my wheelhouse, but um, it's basically got some lyrics of, you know, used to be on Instagram and we used to care about uh, who gave a damn, you know, type thing.
1: Oh, nice rhyme. Exactly. And I think I finally come to the... Back I've come to the to point in my
0: life where a stranger or someone who's not a pretty close friend, I really don't give a damn anymore. You know, yes, uh, if, if if we're interacting and on a regular basis, I, you know, that's different. But like, you know, follower number 15,206, I don't care what you think. I'm sorry. You know, and it's just the way it is.
1: So speaking of Instagram... Did you hear any of the, uh, hubbub kerfuffle of their changing terms of service? No. Enlighten me, Bob. Well, first of all, I'm going to fully confess. I don't know if it's true or not. A lot of celebrities were, um, posting to their Instagram accounts that they might be off the platform very soon because of new, um, content and privacy, uh, terms of services, terms of service from Instagram slash Facebook. Uh, some of them said they were moving to parlor because it didn't have the same terms of service and, uh, content restrictions, but a uh, handful of the people that I follow on social media had referenced it. Celebrities had referenced it and, uh, not much came of it. I think they were all still here the next day. So that could have been one of those viral Facebook is changing their algorithm and all you have to do is, um, post this post and they will show you all the feed that you want to see or they can't use your pictures. So maybe celebrities fell for some uh, fake terms of service update misinformation. Uh, Not surprised.
0: You know, chain letter stuff goes around. I wouldn't be, though, surprised if they are changing some things because of pending potential antitrust litigation. But you're right. No, I didn't hear anything.
1: Yeah, I'm not it. sure why they would be cracking down on celebrity contents as part of the uh, antitrust thing. So,
0: Well, you know what celebrities are good at. Feel sorry for me, everyone. I need your pity. Blah, blah, blah.
1: And I think yeah. celebrities in the pandemic are struggling very hard to maintain relevancy, as you alluded to uh, earlier in the conversation.
0: Well, you, Twitter and social media is good for a celebrity, but you know what? It's also a threat because... A nobody can become a celebrity. That's competition. That's not cool. And um, where a a traditional celebrity is also a celebrity in real life, going out to the gala, going out to the the movie premiere, going out to the whatever, and now you're just like us. Hmm.
1: That's not good. (laughs) So uh, can I pivot to holiday tech, even though we talked about uh – Black Friday and Cyber Monday that turned into Cyber Month, Week. I don't know. Can't even yes. track anymore. And
0: allow me to prime the technology pump by saying the United <laughs> States Postal Service is killing me. Because as you know, we're selling on Etsy and I sell on eBay too. And man, certain areas of this country. Good luck. It's like sending a black hole. I've already actually got an insurance claim on something. And that was actually a pleasant experience. I've already got the money pretty quick. Um, but So you shipped something yeah. and now it's gone? I've shipped several things and now they're just <laughs> who knows where. So I have, So today is December the 23rd. I have a couple people holding out. It will deliver today or tomorrow. And, and when I mean a couple, I mean more like a dozen or so. Um, Just the the postal service is just getting crushed like going through Pennsylvania, New York, New England because of the pandemic um, because of the uh, whatchamacallit the uh, gosh uh, snowstorm that they're they've been having Um, all kinds of issues with uh, that sort of thing. It's just been really troubling. Uh, So anyway, over to you, Bob. I hope you don't get your stuff to the postal service and waiting on anything. Right you now. know what?
1: Actually, <laughs> we're going to wait till after the holidays to ship a lot of our stuff just because we know that there's sketchy stuff going on. Um, and I was really kind of setting you up to talk about, uh, a little piece of equipment that you got in the mail or in the post somehow related to technology. I figured we could talk about that a little bit and, uh, riff on over to how there's software solutions as well, but. Tell us about your new toy. Um, a Secret Santa sent me a
0: uh, Stream Deck, which uh, is by Elgato. By the way, Elgato, super nice brand. Not a sponsor of the show, at least not yet. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Elgato does a lot of streaming stuff. So you're going to find like video capture cards. What this is is basically a uh, a mini keyboard, but that that you can then map to. Uh, OBS or something like that and switch around stuff. So that's the new toy I got. And let me tell you, my son, both my sons are hoping somehow, some way I don't have a use for it so that they
1: can steal it. Well, it's funny that you segue into that because right now running on my iPad, I have the software version. Well, that screen is dirty. Um (laughs) the software version of the hardware gift that uh, Kevin got in the mail. um, You can either buy it straight out, or I think you can do it as a subscription or maybe it is annual. I think it's 25 bucks annually or something like that. So you can buy a hundred ish dollar. They kind of range depending on which model you get. You get a hundred ish dollar hardware model like Kevin got in the mail, or you can do the software for 25 bucks a month. And what it does is it connects via your Wi-Fi, just like your um, just like your iPad does. But it allows you to scan a QR code from the desktop version to kind of sync the two up. So obviously it gives it a, a Wi-Fi point to point, I guess. I don't know. It's a little bit over my head. Um but yeah, you can use it. We use OBS Studio for our streaming. Uh, and other things we play around with, and this is kind of like a an adjunct to this that allows me not have to reach up to my screen to to make adjustments to the scenes. But basically, you can queue up a, a camera shot, a shot that you have, and you can click a transition, and uh, it changes the uh, changes the screen.
0: I'm excited to use it. Just uh, I might have to fight my kids for it. That's all.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I guess if you have an iPad laying around, you could also make one for them and give it to them. Cause Jackson's got an iPad. Yeah,
0: yeah, in fact, we've got some older ones that, you know, Apple will gladly take off your hand for part of their recycling program and give you five whole dollars (laughs) for it. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, five dollars. I can repurpose that somehow, some way, right? And this might be one of those things.
1: But, yeah, oh. the one that I'm and running then, it ab- on is pretty low. Like I mean it's I, I think it can only upgrade to 12.5, so it's an old one too.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was going to actually come back with and but oh wait, Apple's got a plan for me. They'll just make everything obsolete for the old stuff, which that's another episode of Bob and Kevin. <sighs> All right, what else uh, what other kind of technology you got, Bob?
1: Uh, that's kind of the new stuff that I'm playing with. Actually, that was inspired by your gift coming in the mail. So, uh, not much going on from a tech perspective, been doing a lot of OBS playing around and this kind of dovetailed nicely into it. So I'm looking forward to some downtime over the holidays, uh, to continue to play with, uh, tricked out the restream account, our restream account a little bit today to set it up so we could go to, oh, yeah. to Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Periscope's going away for those who don't know that. So that would I be that
0: already went away. Is uh, that not going? I mean
1: it was announced to people who were on the platform uh, I think the 15th of December, if I'm correct. Um, but I it, think it's gonna hang around until March of 2021, but there's still going to be a live streaming option, uh, for Twitter. I just don't know how that's wired up at this point. So I think we'll continue to stream on Twitter. You know, the main objective is to just get the show out there a little bit more, possibly introduce ourselves to some new audiences and encourage people to, uh, download episodes one through one through 83. I think at this point, is that we're up to 83 episodes?
0: I think so. The other thing I gave up on is keeping track of the stats because either either it's like one of these episodes, our alien episode, episode 42, which is how much it comes up, that one just goes bananas in the UK for some reason. Do y'all have like a convention like once a year or something for aliens? And then the rest of them, you know, are just like, you know, what you would expect. But yeah, I don't look anymore, Bob. <laughs>
1: well as you know the aliens episode is still um the all-time favorite so but um we're trying to change that (laughs) trying to change that i think we should just
0: change over to an alien podcast if we're in this for like the views because apparently that's that's
1: it (sighs) maybe we spin up a (laughs) secondary one i don't know um but i guess since we're talking about you not looking at the numbers um, and the end of 2020 and going into 2021, Kevin and I had set um, some interesting goals or not interesting, just goals. Last year around this time, we talked about like how we wanted to show the show to grow in 2020. And uh, so we came up with some pretty bold targets and it's actually okay not to make a goal. We want everyone to know that. Um, and plus a pandemic hit and that did kind of wreak havoc on podcast listening, especially in the beginning, because people weren't commuting and people weren't going to the gym and people just weren't doing the things they normally did
0: to listen to podcasts. Apparently, people only listen to Podcasts while they're at work
1: on the on the
0: company's dime, I
1: guess, or commuting or at the gym. I, I think those are big audiences. Well, anyway, so yeah, we yeah, s- those are more innocent. Yeah, let's go with that. So we set a target <laughs> to grow podcast listeners by one point, or no, sorry, one hundred and fifty percent is what our target was. Did we make it? We fell literally hundreds of listens short. So. We actually. But the year's not over, right? The year's not over. I don't think we'll necessarily hit the target. But so we grew 148% over last year. So we doubled in a half the number of listens we had in year last year. I guess last year was year two, technically correct? Yeah. So 20, yeah, I
0: think we just completed year three with uh, Black Friday. So
1: 2021 do you think we should shoot for another 1.5 or do you think we should or 150% for those of you playing at home? Or do you think we should up the ante and shoot for uh, 175%? Kevin is pointing up. Oh, I guess That's, we have a video I like stream. 200. I don't have to narrate now. <laughs> you think
0: 200%? So I like 200 because that means double, double where we stand on january or december 31st whatever that number is double it
1: yeah i think actually you and i have talked about this offline before i think that's probably accurate so we are looking to take the current number of downloads that we have december 31st of 2020 and by december 31st 2021 doubling that number and to do that we need your help (laughs) (laughs) a lot of help (laughs) so um We're going to start doing these live streams pretty regularly. They might not be full fledged episodes, but they will be us connecting with our listeners via video and live streams. Oh, there we go. I dropped a dime, literally dropped a dime. Um, (laughs) And, uh, and then we'll continue. Can I, can I give a little tour of my, uh,
0: my studio here just to, Because we have video, and I know it won't play well for the podcast, but maybe I'll just describe some of it.
1: Well, I was going to say you can, but we've already gotten um, concern online for your internet connection during our live stream.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. So basically what you're saying is nobody's going to see it anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it would be very pixelated. Um, You're actually in a fairly good stream now. Here, I'll switch to single Kevin camera. Boom. Boom. Stinger transition. All right.
0: Welcome to the office. So I'm just going to try to go around slowly because so over there is um, next to the guitar is a bunch of signs we do for Etsy that I already have pre-made um, over there in the corner. I have a ton of Legos that are brand new. I'm a Lego connoisseur slash black market <laughs> Lego seller and then um, we've got a uh, nice little desk here that I made and all kinds of stuff here oh you get to see Bob he's down there somewhere <laughs> um, uh, that's my creative area I like to call over there um, Ooh, that and then, just that uh, just looks got-
1: like a bunch of colored lines <laughs> great
0: um well those are those if you can kind of see our vinyl um gosh i can't point here vinyl because i have vinyl cutter we have the bob and kevin show official signage right here um and then of course the in case of emergency get commit get push gtfo (laughs) um just in case and uh as you can see i've got a bunch of shipping materials because we like to ship a lot of stuff here and that's why i'm angry with the United States Postal Service for not doing a very good job this year.
1: Well, anyway, it'll be interesting to watch. And this is Studio 1A. Yes. That's what it's called. It'll be interesting to see how that plays back.
0: (laughs) Kevin, this is the most amazing pixelated office I've ever seen. Heck, Minecraft would even be, you know, a little bit jealous. It was kind of (laughs) Minecraft-esque.
1: Very nice. Um, I will not give great. a tour of my, my, off my studio. Cause it's my bedroom. It's my pandemic studio. I got kicked out of the original studio because someone had to come live with us <laughs> in the first lockdown. So, um, it's a lovely <laughs> green screen and a king size bed and some other bedroom furniture plus padded walls, you know, sound deadening. <laughs> Typical bedroom fair setup. Enough, fair enough. All right. So, um, just remember, those of you watching, listening, uh, find us wherever podcasts are streamed, downloadable. And now uh, you can find us on our social media to search Bob and Kevin Show. Our SEO is doing pretty well for our brand name. So you'll find our Facebook page. You'll find our Twitter. Soon you'll probably find our Twitch account. If, if you like Twitch, we'll be here all every time we stream. So uh, what else you got, Kev?
0: If you want to get a hold of the show, you're actually saying, do I want to get a hold of Bob? Because Kevin's basically like gone under a rock at this point. I <laughs> am my new my new gig, which is not so new anymore. Keeps me super busy, super engaged. And I guess, um, yeah, I just don't just don't need the distractions. So really, you're going to get a hold of Bob if you want to get a hold of the show. Bob will treat you right. I think use Twitter. It's probably the best way to get a hold of you. Is that right, Bob?
1: Uh, yeah, Twitter. Uh, just Bob and Kevin Show. Twitter slash Bob and Kevin Show. We'll, I'll see it because, of course, Kevin's not on anymore. Um, we have an email to, <laughs> I think it's comments at Bob and Kevin dot com.
0: But neither one of us read that one.
1: Or comments at... Bob and Something. Kevin dot show. I don't know which one has the email tied to it, to be honest. Whoa. You, Your screen here, you is can so send pixelated us an email, right but
0: it's probably not a right. <laughs> oh no. You're fine now. Well, you can send us an email, but I it's like, you know, hope you get insurance on that email. It may not get there. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying.
1: I may resolve in uh twenty twenty one to uh to check email more often. So, all right. All right, Bob. I, I'm good. I don't have anything else. I'm good too. I think to uh, end the live stream, we'll just go back to the show music and, uh, stay tuned. We'll try to announce these streams a little bit more ahead of time and and be better content providers by letting you know when we're going to do this kind of stuff. So if we don't talk to you before then, I guess we don't really talk to you. You listen to us. We do talk to you, but it's not a bi-directional dialogue yet. Uh, Have a happy holiday and we'll see you in 2021. I think we're out.
0: Hey, have you ever wondered how you can get in touch with us at the Bob and Kevin Show? Well, first, you can try us via email at comments at Bob and Kevinshow.com. Or are you more into social? If so, you can find us on Twitter
1: at Bob and Kevin Show or on Instagram as Bob N Kevin Show. That's Bob the letter N Kevin Show. And if you're still on Facebook, you can even find us at facebook.com slash bob and kevin
0: show and for the serious business fans you can even find us on linkedin at linkedin.com slash company slash the dash bob dash kevin dash
1: show how's that for a handle let's connect